0: Did you go see Joy after I told you not to? How did you know?
1: I didn't. Until now. Yeah. I told you a puppy can't clean up its own mess. Yes? All I did was tell her about my grandmother. Your job is to make my life easier. If you can't understand that, why did I hire you? Suit season one, episode five is over. And if you want to hear us talk about a bailout, then. Suit yourself. I'm Rob Sesternino back here with a guy who never plays with dolls. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I was good, but now
0: I feel like you're putting limitations on my beauty. I don't appreciate it. I'm sorry. It's hurting my soul.
1: I'm sorry about that. I don't know. This feels like a my soul. Please don't cry. Don't cry. I'll see myself out. Okay.
0: Please,
1: please, and thank you. Yeah, so Here we are to talk about uh, season one, episode five of Suits. And uh, we had the unfortunate return of Trevor uh, this week, just getting Mike into more trouble. And then we got to see about another one of Harvey's bromances uh, with Ray, his personal driver.
0: Yes. I love this interaction, this episode, because I was thinking, okay, what is the significance of Ray? We find out during the episode eventually, but it was it was fun watching Harvey uh, kind of stick up for one of his friends. Mm-hmm. These last couple episodes, Harvey's been
1: defending people who don't really seem to like him that much. Yeah, and everybody in this episode seemed pretty pro Harvey. Everybody's pretty pro Harvey. Really, I think that on the Mike side of things, uh, we had probably like the higher stakes in terms of the return of Trevor, who is back. uh, And ultimately, uh, we get, you know, these uh, bad guys, these hooligans that are chasing Trevor. Uh, Trevor gets kidnapped at one point and Harvey has to come in in true Batman style and ultimately save the day and save Trevor from being a hostage.
0: Uh, and I was thinking, can we we just leave Trevor?
1: It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Do we
0: have to save Trevor? Do Are we forced to tr- save everybody? He's a lawyer, not a doctor.
1: Yeah. So that's what's going on here in episode five bailout. Thanks uh, to everybody who's back joining us here. And also, um, F you to everybody who's not joining us.
0: Right, where are y'all at? We we are <laughs> establishing Suits Army here, Suits Militia, Suits, suits Navy, Suits Nation, uh, Suits Toronto slash New York. Mm-hmm. We need more feedback, Toronto, we need York. more yep. ratings, no, yep. yeah, no more reviews. Y'all five stars only, baby. We got yep. things to do and those things to accomplish here. Uh, okay, and so you know I had
1: doing. put the mission statement out there of uh, if we get to one hundred ratings on Apple Podcasts, that we were going to be opening up the uh, Suits Yourself. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook group where we could be sharing all of our suits memes and jokes and comments about the podcast. So we are more than halfway there. 51 reviews at recording time here. You can go ahead and we try to make it very easy for you to do. Go to suitspodcast.com. 51 ratings at this point. Chappelle, the good news is we have 55 star reviews, 55 star reviews. We need more. Yeah. And we have one four star review. Who are you?
0: Why did you do that?
1: Just <laughs> I don't know.
0: Go fix that. Go handle that. Look, I, I, do I need to fix it for you? I know we can't let a puppy uh, clean up their own mess, but mm-hmm. I'm a big dog. I can handle it. I promise.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess let's let's keep going talking about everything with Trevor. And so this was kind of like a weird episode because we see where Mike has to go bail Trevor out of jail. But then also, I feel like Trevor's trying to say, like, I tur- Mike, I turned my life around. I'm a new man now. Like, well, which is
0: it? He, well, you, he needs to, like it's, like, it's like, that was my last L. Like, I took that L. It slowed me down. Now that I've sat in jail and needed you to bail me out, I promise you'll never have to hear, you know, anything negative from me again. I'm turning my life around. This was the moment, Rob, that reminded Trevor of who he's supposed to be in this world. And it's going to motivate him to do better. That's why he came to Mike,
1: the one person he knew would answer the phone. Mhm. Yeah. And so ultimately we see where okay, he's going to go ahead and get Trevor like a uh, back up on the straight and narrow allegedly and Jenny broke up with him, but Mike, I need you to keep my uh nose clean and he ends up seeing one of Mike's business cards. He's like, "Oh yeah, you got that scam going." Oh, awesome.
0: Right. Tell us all as time. Well, you know, one of the, the old standby. fake, Be a fake attorney, right? And Mike does the idiotic thing of telling Trevor the truth, which is, yeah, the scam is that I actually am an attorney. And I yeah. did not finish law school, as you know, Trevor. So I am faking this. And so uh, this business card will be part of...
1: Part of the drama for this episode, for sure. For sure. And so they go out, like Mike is a very forgiving guy. And uh, I guess that he just like goes out drinking with Trevor and they go to like some bar. He's hella loyal. You know, that's the thing. Uh, the difference
0: between Mike and Harvey is that Harvey has no feelings. He's uh, he's completely emotionless. He just likes to win. He likes money, likes flashy things. But he's not getting too invested in anybody uh, except maybe Mike. Uh, but then Mike is the opposite. He feels so deeply for all these people, including Trevor, who's been his friend since the third grade. No. Uh, and Mike, so, stand yeah, up. It's hard. You got to stand up, dog. You got to. You got to get up. I mean, if it's with me, Rob, Trevor, be gone. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's only so much. I'd have got that phone call. Me like, I'm sorry. I can't help.
1: You me. can't have toxic people in your life, and so. But they're going out drinking, and this was. I I really thought that this was going in a totally different direction. These women come up and start talking to them, and I'm like, oh. These women are professionals because they see these guys spending money Mm -hmm. and look, not that there's anything wrong with that. And I'm figuring where they're and they're like really coming on to Mike and Trevor for no reason about, hey, we're Uh looking for people to go home with. I'm thinking this is like the White Lotus.
0: No, 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 no. So they they come to the bar. They see two attractive gentlemen and they're kind of standing next to them. But Trevor is the one who pops it off. Trevor says, hey, you you all need a lawyer. My guy here is the best attorney in in the city. And the woman looks at him like, Mm-hmm. Okay, this is fine. I could do this. We having a good time. Let's talk about it. He she whispers some sweet nothing in Mike's ear or something. I'm sure it's about litigation or you know, some of legal procedure. Um and from there we see shots being taken and it la- it later on leads to them waking up in uh Hoboken with these women. So Yeah.
1: Mission accomplished, I guess. Well, yeah, and Trevor's like, "Hey, let's take a bottle of Dom. Let's get out of here." Like, boy.
0: Trevor ain't got no money, Rob. Why is I he doing so, all this? I guess so, but I guess with Mike's credit
1: card, would they have gain? Yeah,
0: that, that's that's it. He's like, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I want three bottles now. It's like Mike just bailed you out of jail, Trevor. What happened to him, Jenny? Hey, Jenny's gone. Trevor sold the bong. He's down bad, mm-hmm. uh, and so, but he told Mike initially, I cannot pay you back for bailing me out of jail. It's not financially feasible. But now take me to the bar and also pop bottles of Dom with me and these women. Uh, These are shenanigans, and Mike Mm -hmm. should stand up.
1: Yeah. And, you know, wake up the next day. Boy, this uh, was – shenanigans did happen. Might be time to update the spreadsheet for Mike.
0: Mm -hmm. We got a Mike hookup. So basically – they these these women end up taking them, I guess, back to her place because Mike and Trevor are not really familiar with the area that they're in. It's Hoboken. Um, but Rob, when they left the bar, there were some menacing people in the yeah. corner. Like these uh, like dark uh, shadowy figures, kind of uh, glaring over. And they go over and they pick up Mike Ross's card and say, "We're gonna like just announce their evil plan. Like we're gonna use this to get to Trevor." Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no! What if they use that to get to to Trevor? What if they go through Mike? Yeah, you know. So that's what I was thinking in the moment.
1: So I think this is fun to catalog. Like, what Suits is and what Suits isn't. And I I feel like that this, like, Trevor storyline and bad guys chasing Mike around the New York, Toronto York, to me, this, I feel like, is not where the strengths of Suits lies.
0: Right, right. Right. This is just setting the tone for um, how Harvey is starting to mentor Mike Ross. You know, it's like, so we like the Harvey and Mike interplay. We like the courtroom moments. Nobody cares about Trevor drug dealing ass. Like, we just don't care. The boys sell weed. Go, you know, look, look, jump ahead into a future time. This will be the number one show on Netflix and it'll be legal in New York. Who knew? Who knew? But, uh, and, and especially in Toronto. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but but allegedly. But here, you know, this is like the big storyline. I swear this man is out here slanging coke. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so um, I think that it would be very nice mm-hmm. if we got the Trevor storyline out the way. That's what everybody's pushing for. Harvey... Uh, Mike's granny. They're all using the same language, Rob. Right? They're mm-hmm. saying this man is an anchor. Is there a message board where people are calling him an anchor? Is anchor.fm a thing?
1: Back <laughs> Dude, in 2011? That's what it is. That's, people yeah. go there and complain about Trevor. Because he's an anchor. Yeah. Yeah. And basically yeah. like the the hooligans they fo- have the business card they follow Mike to work they end up uh chasing Mike away but then they get they get Trevor and they want what $50,000 to get Trevor back you can keep him What good
0: is he doing anybody at this point the man is a criminal <laughs> yeah he, he he has no Jenny. he does he's ruining Mike's life slowly he's an anchor Leave him. Leave him leave at him. the bottom of the ocean. What leave happens? Him. But Mike is so fiercely loyal to his friends that he cannot leave Trevor alone in, in this situation. He has to save the day.
1: Yeah. So at the end of the episode with this Trevor storyline, uh, ultimately that Harvey knows what's going on, that you know, uh, Mike's been getting phone calls all throughout the episode. Harvey knows what's up. Harvey has to come in and... And basically, would you consider this a bluff? He comes in and basically with an empty briefcase says, all right, here's what I got for you. And basically he gives them a form to that. He is going to uh, be their attorney and he's going to give them ten thousand dollars. But his retainer fee is ten thousand dollars. So he gives them nothing. And he says that his advice is just sign the paper.
0: Just sign the paper. I can't tell on you, but also... I'm not going to tell him you. Just give me Trevor back. We're going to let him, we're going to get rid of him. And then all, you know, you all as we will just leave us alone. And I, and as I'm, as your attorney, yeah. you're fine. I couldn't fine. tell you if I wanted to.
1: Yeah. And ultimately Mike's yeah. going to put Trevor on a bus, uh, back to Montana. Not far enough.
0: Yeah. About time. But yeah, it, there's further places in the the United States. Yeah. Or, or, or even, especially in Canada, dear God, send him mm-hmm. to Alaska or something. You mm-hmm. can, that, that covers both.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, but you know,
0: the the theme here is that Harvey keeps telling Mike throughout the episode, Trevor is not your friend. Trevor is not your friend. Harvey is Mike's friend. But there's a moment where Trevor even says to uh, Mike, hey, man, this Harvey guy, he blows me out of the water as a friend. Like, that guy's great. And Mike says, Harvey's not my friend. Like, bro, keep up. Yes, he is, fool. You know, like, what do mm-hmm. you, what? just because he won't say he's your friend doesn't mean he's your, your friend. Um, because from the beginning of this episode, Harvey has been stepping in to save Mike. We also see um, that there's a moment where Lewis walks in singing the Harvard fight song. Yeah. And Mike doesn't know it. And Harvey, initially, like, just immediately just takes, steps in and kind of runs interference and gets the heat off of Mike. This is your real friend. It's not Trevor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Trevor's not our friend. Uh, Hopefully, see you never, Trevor, but I don't think we're going to be so lucky. Never, ever. (laughs) Never, ever. Okay. Uh, So the other storyline that's going on in this episode that Mike is also involved in is that We see that uh, that they're going to a meeting that there is a woman joy that they've got like the licensing rights to her doll franchise uh, is going to be a pretty big uh, deal in terms of revenue coming in for Pearson Hardman. And so that there's going to be a meetup with joy. And so that Harvey and Mike, uh, again, Mike, a little bit late all the time. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. Well, he's riding a bike. He's riding a bike. He's
0: doing a lot of grunt work for Lewis and for Harvey. You know, it's really hard for him to keep up with all the demands of these people.
1: Yeah. And so Harvey has a personal driver that we meet for the first time. His name is Ray Chappelle. It seems like and Harvey's a big music guy. He has lots of interests. He's got all of his records in his work office. Is that the ideal place to keep your prize record collection? If you had Harvey's record collection, would you keep it in your office or would you keep it at your house?
0: It feels like Harvey spends way more time in his office than he does at his house. You know, like, I think you keep it wherever you feel safest. And I and I would be shocked to find out that Harvey does not feel like his his comfort place is the office. Yeah. You know, he gets there when he wants to, but he spends a lot of time there. He makes his money there. It's where he is, Uh, like, he's like, in his natural habitat. So I don't find it odd that he keeps the, the the records there. But it does feel like it'd
1: be more useful in a place that's more, you know, I guess
0: closer to home. I think I'd yeah. want it at my
1: house. But that being said, yeah. so every morning or every time that Harvey has to get in the personal limo, does he burn a CD for Ray? It's 2011. I guess you could still do that.
0: Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe he just has a mixtape or something.
1: Yeah. You know? And then yeah. he quizzes Ray on the music.
0: Yeah, kind of like, what's I'm handing you a mix or a record. What do you want to hear? Yeah. What do I want to hear? What should you be playing from this record? I like this game. This mm-hmm. is my kind of game.
1: Yeah. Now, you know, he would just like, okay, let me connect, and here's my Spotify playlist. But no, he has to right. give Ray a it, CD and quiz him.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he and Ray basically, knows Harvey so well. Yeah,
1: he he basically has to be like in like Lewis's Harvard trivia every day to be Harvey's driver.
0: Yeah, I mean we we glossed past Lewis Rob, and I know that's your guy, but why why Lewis is walking to the office singing the fight song all of a sudden and putting putting Mike on blast? He was you, in a you good really mood. Like this he got
1: he got some sort of like fast food lawsuit <laughs> dropped or reversed.
0: So you don't think it's any coincidence that he hits Mike with the Mike? It's your verse. Go for it. If Mike just happens to not know the words. We, last episode, we said Mike feels like Lewis might be on to him. Lewis asked him a very specific Harvard yeah. question that wouldn't be that hard. And now he's asking him to the fight song, which is another thing that wouldn't be that hard.
1: But I feel like that Lewis, that he's just overall like sus about everything having to do with Mike. I, I don't think that Lewis has put anything together in terms of Mike not being from, because Lewis is not subtle, I don't think. I think that if Lewis really had these suspicions, I I think he would like air them in a more direct channel. What is subtle about walking around singing your school's fight song? I think that Lewis is just like one of these guys that he's just all about Harvard. I think he wants to like mention it all the time.
0: I mean, that's probably fair. I'm just saying he seems like a mega hater to me.
1: (laughs) Well, that is a big part of who he is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. That's Um, fundamental Lewis.
0: Yeah, but back to Ray. He's got a, co- a cool gig here. He has a nice uh, a nice client. I mean, Harvey seems like the coolest person in the world to drive for. He tells you what music he wants to hear. He's pretty chill. He's always late, so you don't really have to do a lot of the niceties. Uh, but they end up getting in this fender bender with a taxi driver. Yeah,
1: they get into the accident with the taxi driver, and we're told that, you know, Ray says, hey, that you went ran through a red light. The taxi driver says no, and ultimately... Mike has to go get sent to go meet with Joy because there's a police officer that comes over. It's like, hey, nobody's leaving. We got to get statements. And Mike has to go babysit for Joy, who runs the doll company. Now, Joy is sort of presented initially as kind of like a weirdo that she is hanging out with her room full of dolls, having a tea party. But then she says, well, I know they're actually dolls. But also, Chappelle's still weird, right? It's a little weird, but this is how
0: she feeds her family. You know, she's made millions of dollars probably off this doll empire. And so, yeah, having a tea room for her dolls it's not completely out of the question. I'm sure people come by all the time and say, Hey, can you show me some of your prize dolls? So now they're all set up. And it's a good little uh, trick to kind of throw people off guard because I mean, I, it looked like Mike wanted to jump out of the window.
1: He was so uncomfortable. Well, Mike. Then mentions to Joy about how, you know, grandma didn't always get to live life to the fullest. And so, you know, you got to make sure, you know, in your later days, you got to make sure every cross everything off the bucket list. She's like, hmm, ultimately decides, you know what? I don't want to sell the licensing rights to my company. I just want to sell the company. I want to go and work and visit with my family.
0: Yeah, and this is bad news. This is bad news because he had one job. It was just sit there and not do anything. He was just supposed to say, just just keep her yeah. at bay. But then you called this woman your granny. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, wait, should I be old and retiring too? Is it time? Should I be getting out the game? And so, yeah, it gets back to Harvey that this is happening.
1: Chappelle Suits is a pretty amazing show because, like, just like I'm going through my notes and I'm like saying to myself, like, wait, am I confused? Do I have like, uh, am I talking about an old, epi- a different episode? A lot. They fit a lot of stories into all of these episodes. We have like five plot lines that go on in one episode of Suits.
0: Right. Because while this is happening, you got, um, you know, the goons obviously are chasing after Mike, which we find out a little bit later on. Harvey's getting served because he's being asked to testify against his own driver. Uh, and then you got Mike screwing up the doll thing. Yeah. It's all at the same exact
1: time. Not to mention there's also like a maybe the fourth storyline, which is Lewis, who that Harvey needs to get a favor from him that he needs Lewis to help him get a meeting with the judge. I believe it's uh, Judge Palermo. Uh, Palermo. And so I guess some Lewis has some sort of a hookup with Judge Palermo. And then Lewis gets that and says, okay, you owe me one. Here's what I want from you. I want to borrow Donna. I want Donna to be my assistant while my other assistant is away. Right. Right.
0: Uh, Lewis's assistant is going to be out for two weeks and he does not like temps. And so he needs Donna because we, we talked about this before. Donna's amazing. She There's not been one moment where Harvey has needed Donna to this, to this, we are five episodes in. Yeah. We've not seen Donna falter. And so Harvey says, to, there's something very curious. He says, um, I don't tell Donna what to do. She does. She just does things. And if you can get her to do whatever you want, then that's fine. You have my blessing. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And so Lewis goes to her and she's like trying to sweet talk her. But this does not work. Donna already has said no. She's already talked to, what is Nora? His um, his uh assistant, like he's already talked to her, Norma. And um, she knows the game. She knows Lewis is about to try to poach her for a couple weeks and she's not down.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked up enough about Donna. Donna is also one of the best characters on the show. She has like really good back and forth with whoever comes through when it's Mike trying to like (laughs) pawn off some uh, BS onto Harvey's desk or anything like that. She's not standing for it.
0: No, and she is one of the few people who knows Mike's secret, and we've yet to see Donna hold that over his head. We've never seen Donna like struggling with whether or not she's, you know, yeah. she slips up and says it. She's she knows it, and she's moving on. Mm-hmm. It's none of her business.
1: Yeah, Harvey wants to surround himself with people that are just like undyingly loyal to Harvey. If anybody's trying to pull anything, that he wants people around him that are going to come right back to him and say, uh, this person's trying to pull a scam on you."
0: Right, which is weird because he has he works with Lewis, you know, mm-hmm. and so he has a built-in foil just walking around him at all times trying to take him out. So Harvey ends up having to, I guess, after getting served, it turns out that uh, Ray, uh, who is about to get you know taken to court for this whole thing, he's actually going to, uh, this guy's going to include Harvey in the lawsuit as well. So he's going to sue lo- uh, Harvey because Ray was his client and he would be, you know— Uh, I guess, responsible for stuff
1: that Ray does. Yeah, what's this guy Ray's deal? Like, he is presenting himself as like, okay, I represent myself. I'm like the great American success story. I'm gonna get this taxi medallion. It costs $300,000 and you ruined my American dream. And it seems like that he's like playing like all of the angles. He's gonna represent himself in court. He knows how to operate in front of the jury. All this man had to do was leave his house on time to go get the taxi medallion. Like, he's he's got air, all his bases covered. All he had to do was just not be late to this meeting? All he had to
0: do was not be late. But here's the problem. He was. This is the taxi driver. Uh, and so he says... This medallion would have cost him, what was it, $30,000? I thought $300,000. $300,000, right. And if he he misses this time, he has to pay $350,000
1: to get one. I don't know what a taxi medallion is, Rob. So I think taxi medallion is, and I could be speaking out of school. I think that that is sort of like the license to be operating your own taxi and not be driving uh, somebody else's, you know, Chappelle, uh, this is 2011. So you got to remember Uber is, uh, just getting going here in Toronto, York. So that taxi mm-hmm. medallion is probably worth big bucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's crazy yeah when he was yelling about this medallion I'm thinking you know we don't we're not big on taxis here where I'm from in rural Texas um, but um I've been to New York and I've I've seen these but I've also seen that uber has taken over so this just might be a story that fits in this one little time I don't know if people are still out here paying three fifty thousand dollars or more for a taxi medallion
1: the taxi driver is really like well connected to the point where that he's able to get a story leaked into uh, is it the New York Post page six about how that this is this case that's going up against Harvey. It's really being presented as a David versus Goliath situation, and so it really does seem like that the taxi driver knows what he's doing, Chappelle.
0: Yeah, he sued the U.S. government before for citizenship. Mm -hmm. So this is a big big deal, you know? And so he's trying to make his American dream happen. This huge multi-million dollar company, probably billion dollar company law firm is out here suing him. They're just attacking this man. And all he wanted to do was have his own successful business. But a big bully named Harvey is out here to get him. And so he's uh, going to fight. He's going to defend himself and it's going to go toe-to-toe with Harvey Specter.
1: Well, Harvey is going to take the case on pro bono because he wants to represent Ray and and it turns out, in the end, he's able to get the taxi driver on the witness stand after uh, that the taxi driver is cross-examining Mike. Um, and that under under direct questioning that Harvey wants to know, what color was the light? You've got to tell me you now uh, what, you know, the first medallion got sold at 9.03. You were running late, weren't you? Answer the question.
0: You can't handle the answer. You know, what I'm saying like uh, that's basically what it was. I need the truth. You can't handle the truth. The truth, you know, it's a, you know. I stand up on that wall. You need me on that wall. All that good stuff. Listen, the point here is the man was late, and he cannot say what color that light was because either one, he doesn't know, or two, he' about to lie. Mm-hmm. And so Harvey catches him with his pants down, and instead of embarrassing him and making uh you know uh Pearson Pearson look bad, he you know pulls him to the side, kind of sidebars him with the judge, and says, "Okay, judge." Let's go ahead and do a settlement. We don't have to make a big deal out of this. Nobody talks about it. But, you know, we kind of call things all fair and even and we make sure that the insurance covers the wreck.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. As far as the doll lady is concerned, that Harvey has to also try to undo what Mike does, uh, that Harvey says the line about how a puppy can't clean up its own mess uh, in regards to Mike trying to fix this situation.
0: Yeah. Mike still goes and tries. He's mm-hmm. still being the puppy, but he he tries again and he makes things worse. You know, and so this woman is like, I just want to go be with my family. That's all I want to do now. I'm sorry. Every time Mike meets with me, it, it, it just it makes me want to go be with my family even more. So we see Harvey kind of talking to Donna and says, give me the names of those girls. And by the girls, we think we're talking about the dolls. Um, we find out later on that Harvey is talking about this woman's daughters. She has daughters. She has grandkids. And although she says she wants to spend more time with her grandkids, the practice of doing that is a lot worse. Now she has to actually spend time with children. And children are the best birth you know, and so <laughs> I, I don't think it's you know, like uh, it,
1: uh, there is often like a, you know, uh, a, a big difference between like the how I think it's going to go spending time with my family. And then when I actually am, am spending the time with my family, It was like, this was not how I drew it up.
0: Yeah, that's basically what we have here is so you think it's going to go well, but then you see yelling and screaming children everywhere. And you're like, wait a minute oh, no, mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for this. This is not the game. This is not This is not fun. I don't like this at all. Yeah, and so you find out very quickly that kids suck. And <laughs> so uh, she she was reminded, you know, by being around her children or grandkids that maybe she just missed them in theory, but in practice, not so much. And so she's probably going to stick around. But Harvey knew this, right? Mm-hmm. Harvey knows his client well, and so he knew that's all he had to do was remind her that the joys of being a grandparent sometimes are a lot shinier than they seem, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, we see that Joy the Doll Lady presents Mike with a sort of like Mike replica, sort of like a my buddy type doll. Yeah, it's what a little. What do you think Mike does Mike. with this? Yeah, uh,
0: you gotta, you gotta. I don't say. I don't, I don't know if you throw it away, right? Because it's a very, it's a very nice Importance. gift, right? But you definitely, you definitely hide it. Like no one mm-hmm. should ever know this exists. Shouldn't People be find in the this office like the record
1: collection, right?
0: It should not be in your home either and visit like an eyeline. Like, this is something you hide in a truck somewhere. And then when you die, people ask, why did you have it? You know, <laughs> no one should ever know you have a doll version of yourself. And a bobblehead, yes, but a like, yeah. you know, huge doll version of yourself. No, thank you.
1: <laughs> okay. Chappelle, who gets the liddy this week?
0: Not Lewis. You did throw out the fact that, uh, you know, this this cab driver had these connections that got this story leaked about the David versus yes. Goliath fight. Yes. Uh, that that connection is Louis Litt. Yes. Louis Litt <laughs> did this to spite Harvey because Harvey embarrassed him in front of his associates because he's a mega hater. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Harvey only embarrasses him in front of his associates because he respects him. And because he says $100 million is not, not anything to, you know, to scoff at. And Lewis is all insecure and a mega hater. And so he put Harvey in the news. So he's out of the running for the Liddy this week.
1: Out of the running for the Liddy. Yeah. I mean, he is such a hater. I mean, he's supposed to be working with Harvey. They're supposed to be on the same team. And he's just like constantly trying to destroy him at every turn. So I think that this was a Harvey episode for the Liddy. I mean, Harvey ends up. Not only being the MVP in his own storyline where he's the person that ends up saving Ray and ultimately like getting the taxi driver to drop the case, but he also saves Mike and Trevor.
0: He does. He does. I think the only small L he takes here is that he has to pay $10,000 to uh, himself uh, Pearson. No, to Pearson Hardman because uh, he is a Yes, but she gets the money. And so (laughs) I'm sure sure it goes toward his salary in some way. But uh, Jessica does capitalize on that one. But she's not in this episode enough to get credit for that. This is definitely a Harvey Liddy episode. Yeah. Yeah we got Harvey.
1: a piece of feedback here. Of course, you can send in your questions for any Suits episode that you are watching, even if you get ahead of the podcast. Go to suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Our great friend David Schwartz wants to know, can you cry on demand, Chappelle?
0: No, I couldn't cry if I was sad. It's not really one of my skills. I, can, mm-hmm. I think I could cry out of tears of happiness. I think if I, if you got me happy enough, I could I could probably tear up, but crying on demand no. Rob, what about you?
1: I don't think so. Um I don't know about crying in terms of joy either. Um what would it take for you to cry tears of joy? Um Raven Super Bowl?
0: Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Lamar Jackson, Super Bowl MVP. I'm, out, I'm on the I like I fall to my knees in the Costco parking lot crying, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. What about Look, the Jets win the Super Bowl this year? You're not going to tear up a little bit? Yeah, oh, for sure.
1: For sure. But oh, know,
0: yeah, this is it. Yeah. So football makes us cry to answer your
1: hard question. Hard to even imagine what I would do then. I might just spontaneously combust.
0: Right at some point you gotta you gotta leave yourself room to spontaneously combust. Um, mm-hmm. Rob, we also got some feedback on at Suits Pod on Twitter yep. from uh, Jessica Frey. You know we're building a legal team here. Yeah, and we have Allie Lasher on record as saying that she's in on Suits. Jessica Frey yes. is here as well. She says you should track how many close calls arise with Mark more Mike's secret um, because there's always uh, already at least one in episode one with Lewis and his relative. And so there's a couple times where Mike's uh, secret is getting. You know, kind of they're dancing around it. Again, I still think Lewis might be on to him because that's two coincidences in a row where uh, he's just focusing a little bit on Mike in Harvard, a little too much for my liking. Uh, so it might be something fun to track.
1: All right, let me shout out a review also, five-star review from Chris and Morris. I've watched the show three times through, and now I'm watching it a fourth time with you guys. This is so great. Looking forward to it every day. Thanks. So thanks for being here with us every damn Day to talk about suits here on Suits Yourself. Chappelle, of course, Suits Pod is where people can talk to the show on the Twitter. Uh, where else can people keep up with you?
0: Uh, at Chappelle's underscore show or uh, at Chappelle TNT if you want to get fancy. Uh, but remember, go to at, uh, Suits Pod, give us a follow, give us a review. We'll try to read it on here and keep you posted on all our suits happenings moving forward.
1: Okay, and I'm at Rob Sesternino on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us for Suits. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about episode six of season one of Suits. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.